0: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply bank of america and a member FDSE. what's going on everybody welcome back to the 104 six and one podcast i hope everybody had an amazing and safe fourth of july and i'm glad you guys are back for this next episode so Today's topic is a little bit different than my usual discussions. Mind you, I've only had three. And some of you have gotten a grasp of the type of person that I am. But um, like I said, this one's going to be a little bit on a different spectrum. So today's topic is going to be about time. No, I'm not actually talking about the time. It actually is. But time in general. The subject of time itself. So the reason I bring this up is because lately... I've been talking with some people and lately that's just been a topic of conversation that's come up like oh Kev can you believe it like you're about to be 26 or like you know Kev can you believe it you know last time we hung out was like three years ago or you know just I don't know it's been a consistent topic of conversation the last couple of weeks and I always found it fascinating since I was a little kid especially just like oh I can't wait to be older and then as I got older oh my god like that was so long ago and like the fascination of like time moving faster continue to pique my interest and you know you see shows with time travel and you see movies with the 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 thought of time travel and scientists talking about hopefully it being a possibility one day in the future and you play those games with certain people or drinking games like would you go back in time or would you go forward I don't know time has always just been a subject of discussion for a lot of people Uh, again in my direct circle and recently I was talking to my girlfriend's brother, Jake. And we were talking about, you know, would you go back to high school? And my immediate answer was yes. Because to me, times were so much simpler. Time was just, I don't know, to me, it wasn't moving as fast. Mind you, high school was probably some of the best years of my life. But they did go by fast. And my parents always told me that high school would be the best four years of your life. And then college would be the fastest four years of your life. (laughs) But it's not about the topic of time that really got me thinking. It's what Jake said after. Mind you, I didn't take anything offensive. I've shared some things with my in-laws and, and that side of the family. And they are well aware that, you know, I was bullied as a kid and throughout high school. Made fun of. I was just, I don't know, you know I was just different. And I'm proud of it. You know, I, I, I love who I am. I love who I've become. I don't shy away from my past. I definitely own up to... The things that I've done and said so at that point, you know, it is what it is. But he said, oh, would you really want to go back knowing you were bullied? And it really made me think, not in that moment, but, you know, on the drive home throughout the rest of the weekend, like, damn, would I really want to go through all of that mental strain all over again? that going home of, ah, here we go again, you know, like that, 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 that funny meme that's going around with the GTA character, but I think I still would, mainly because I've lost a decent amount of people in my life, and that's not to gain sympathy or have a pity party with myself, but more along the lines of I would get time to s- to see people all over again, even if it's just the same exact moments all over again with no recollection of what's coming, I would probably just do it all over again because of how much I miss them. You know, I I have lost a couple of friends that I've made. I've lost lifelong friends. I've lost some family members. And I think that I would give anything to have another five minutes with them. A lot of people tweet and, you know, post, if I can just have five minutes on a phone call to heaven, that would mean everything. And I I believe that heavily. I wish I could call my grandparents, or should I say my great-grandparents, I wish I could call my cousin and my boy. But... That's just the whole fascination with time, like, these people passed away so long ago in my life, some people sooner than others, but, or should I say more recent than others, but, I don't know, I just, I would give anything to see them again, and if I had the ability to go back, I think that I would, it's, it's a tough discussion, it's a tough debate, or, you know, conversation to have because a lot of people I know choose to go forward just because like oh I go back you've already experienced that let's go to the future I'd rather live in the moment the older I've gotten I've really realized the more I want things to come faster the faster time goes and then you can't slow it down it's almost like you know cutting the brakes on a car you want it to go so quick and then the brake don't work it that's that's life I mean like if I could really talk about anything I mean life has pretty much gone by all of us again I'm only 26 and a lot of my friends are pretty much in my age group and we always talk about you know oh remember when we did this in middle school or remember when we did this in high school or you all remember the stupid things we used to do like when we turned 21 and it's just like yeah (laughs) I really do where has time gone what really is going on we live so much in the future and we want so many things to come that we lose sight of the present. Some of us like myself live in the past and I'm letting the present go by me. I mean, obviously I'm appreciative of everything that I have, everything that I'm going through, everything that I've done, but I don't know. I just always find myself looking backwards, wondering why I did something, wondering why I said what I said to somebody, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm an overthinker. I'm definitely guilty of sitting in bed sometimes looking up at the ceiling and I'm like, damn, why did I do that? Not a massive regret. Nothing of immediate importance like, oh, my God, if I would have done that, my life would have been changed forever. Like, I'm not the avatar. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't know. I just find time not only to be elusive, but to just fascinate me. You you tend to watch your younger siblings, your younger cousins, your nieces, your nephews, for some of my friends, their kids grow up. First of all, the fact that some of my friends have kids. Like, what the hell? Everybody always said growing up, like, yo, I want to have a family or I want to have a couple of kids. By like 28, 27, I turn 26 in nine days. I do not have a child. I have quite a bit of nieces and nephews. And by that, I mean my friends have had kids and I've grown up with them. So to me, their kids are my family. And they acknowledge that, you know, I'm a tío, and uncle, whatever they're comfortable with. And if not, you know, like I still consider them... A smaller version of their parent. So you know. That's just somebody I want to look after. But anyway. Like seeing them grow up. Is wild. Like I remember. When my niece Alyssa was born. Shout out to my family in the Bronx. Deanna, Anthony. uh, Hunter, Benicio, Alyssa. All of you guys. Miss you and love you very much. Um, I remember when Alyssa was born. She was born. Right after my surgery. I had major head surgery. At 18 years old. And she was born. About a week and a half right after. So. Her being born was like a savior to my life. Like mentally I was in a terrible place. I was in a lot of pain going through rehab. And all of that stuff. Physical therapy not like drug addict rehab. Or alcohol synonymous like AA rehab. But like physical therapy. And that whole painful ordeal. And then it being summer in the Bronx. For those of you that don't know. We don't have central air most of us don't live in a house so we all had apartments and we had plug-in wall air conditioners and when you use those throughout the day your electric bill was through the fucking roof so for a guy that had major surgery couldn't really move i had to sit inside in my room stacked up with like seven pillows and it was like a thousand degrees and i couldn't turn on the ac until nighttime and then by a certain time in the morning the ac would have to turn off so yes it was a struggle. But back to the the subject, my niece was born around that time, and she really gave me the courage and the strength to push through everything I had gone through because I felt that she needed me. I felt that I wanted to be a part of her life so bad that I would push through anything that came my way, and I'd be in her life. She is obviously now seven. Like, What? <laughs> My niece is 7 years old. She's a little woman. She's got two little brothers now and and they're growing beyond beyond quickly. And that's that's an example of life right there. Like if not paying attention to yourself, family members and watching them grow up, that puts a an entire what am I trying to say? It puts Not a strain, but it's an eye-opener. That's what I'm trying to say. It's it's a massive eye-opener. A big realization of how fast time is going. Like I just said, she's seven. And I can't believe how fast time grew or or went. When she was born, I was a freshman in college. I am now 26, about to be 26, with a full-time job, benefits, on the verge of buying my first vehicle. And I'm looking to move out. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's wild how in that seven-year period... I grew so much, not only like physically and with my age, but mentally where I was at that point in time is nowhere near where I am now. But because I went through that tough time, I'm that much stronger. I just, I am grateful for that moment. And I would go through that moment again because of how much I miss the people that have passed. I would give anything to go and talk to them again. And it, I don't know. It's just like that question that Jake asked me really had me thinking so much. Like we're in 2020, you know, we're, we're we're getting to that age where families are starting to be made, if not for some people already made. And it just has me like, damn, where did time go? Like I remember being 10 years old, getting a GameCube for my birthday. And my biggest worry was if I'm going to talk to somebody at the monkey bars uh, at, at camp during the summer. You know what I'm saying? Like. My biggest concern was, oh, my God, who's going to be in my, my 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 fifth grade class? Shout out to my fifth grade class of, I think I was 513. No. 514 because Ms. Alamea had 515 and then Ms. Scarvalone had 616. Shout out to Holy Family where it all started, all my friends, all my people that I graduated with and to everybody that didn't graduate with me but kept in contact Big, big, big shout-out to you guys. Uh, I know a lot of you have listened and have reached out to me, so I do really appreciate that. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we had such different responsibilities back then. Like, what, what was I, just starting to learn how to do dishes? <laughs> was I cleaning my room? Was I doing chores for an allowance? Like, now I'm sitting here like, I try to do the dishes just to help my mother out. I try to do the dishes just because it's the right thing to do. It's the adult thing to do. And when I forget, I feel terrible. You know, I can only speak for myself again and a lot of people have dishwashers. I have a dishwasher, but we didn't have that back home. So I don't use dishwashers. You know, my girl Isabel always be yelling at me, telling me we have a dishwasher, you don't gotta wash that with your hands and I'm like, Yeah, we don't we don't we don't use that in my house <laughs> And we always have the discussion when we move in together. We're gonna be using the dishwasher because washing dishes with the sponge is like nasty or or whatever. I forget exactly what it is, but it's always funny to remember Uh, All the things that I used to do as a kid. And I still do some of them now. And uh, my girlfriend is starting to see where I get it from. Some of my tendencies and all that kind of jazz. And again, it has to do with time. Like, I started doing certain things so many years ago that, that, that carried on. Like, I put slippers on everywhere I go. If I am barefoot in my house, I am disgusted. If I am barefoot anywhere, I am disgusted. I was taught at a very young age put your chunklas on and then you walk around the house or put some socks on and you walk around the house. Like I have hospital socks. Like some people be like, yo, why do you got hospital socks on? So I don't slide in my crib and because I don't want to dirty the socks that I wear out. So yeah, that's why I got hospital socks. You know, I was always taught to brush your teeth when you wake up, not eat. I was always told to wash the dishes and put them on the dish rack and then and then dry them you know everybody has different things that they were told growing up everybody has different hobbies and habits that they made at at, at a young age that they still do to this day and sometimes I don't even realize that I'm doing something that's different or weird or out of the norm to certain people until they call me out on it especially my girl like she always finding something not in a bad way, nothing, nothing wrong with her, nothing wrong with the things that she says, but it's like, I don't realize I do so many things until she's like, babe, what what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? And I wish I had an example, but of course, now that I'm actually recording, my head is like blank, but you know, it's, it's July 6th of 2020. And I can remember July 6th of 2010. And I'm sitting here like, I was so hyped because I was just getting my job at my astro's Catering Hall. And I was out there just grinding for every penny, every cent that I had it to earn. And I was so focused on buying my first pair of shoes. Like, you know, your parents will buy you something and it's awesome and it's cool. But it's like you didn't buy it. And at that time, 14, 15 years old, you're like, yo, I want to wear what I want to wear. And it's not what mom and dad want to buy me because mom and dad can afford it. You know, you want the new Jordans. You want the new... What was it back in the day? Echo, South Pole, whatever people were wearing, you know, like polo. It's just the point like mom and dad had a budget because I had a sibling and there was a budget in the house. I'm not going to go and make them spend money on something that I wanted. But now that I had a job, I was like, yo, I'm about to get me these Air Force Ones, white mid Air Force Ones. I know what everybody thinking. Why mid? To me, they just look cooler. It's just something that I loved. And I beat the living shit out of those shoes. 2010, I moved here in 2014. I had them all the way through. My foot didn't grow from high school. I've been in 10 pretty much my entire life. So yeah, that, there's that too. But I beat those two shit until I got to Florida and the soul started to come apart. But I didn't want to get rid of them even though they were dirty and disgusting and had stains all over them as many times as I've tried to clean them. That was my first purchase with my job, my money. And that's what I was focused on. Like, I knew what I wanted in that summer going into it. Like, I would, I would work every every hour, every, every second of every day, no matter what happened, no matter what person at the catering hall pissed me off, no matter what employee was getting under my skin. I said, yo, I want those forces. And it's crazy because they were like $95 with taxes or whatever they came out to be. And I laughed. Because as a as a barback, we had to split tips with other barbacks and waiters and whatever. And a lot of us had to go home with ones. So I bought my first pair of shoes with 96 ones. And my dad told me, he was like, we can go to the bank and put these like you can get like 20s or we get a 50 or whatever. And I was like, nope, because I want the guy. And I said it to him. I said, I want the guy to know that I busted my ass for it. Mind you, my dad tried to cut me off and tell me it didn't look right. And if I would have let him finish, he would have looked and he he was going to tell me, dude, it looks like you're out here doing something you shouldn't be doing. It looked like I was stripping at like 15 or whatever. And, and the guy at Foot Action that I bought, no, nope, not Foot Action, Foot Locker that I bought them from, was looking at me and he didn't say anything and he smirked. And I was like, yo, like, Is he laughing at me? Does he think I was a stripper? And then I went to, like, justify, like, hey, you know, just so you don't get the wrong impression. He's like, yo, my man, don't worry about it. We see that you work in here because, you know, the bills are all crumply. Some of them are stained with, like, liquor stains. Some of them are sticky. I felt awful, but it was like, it's all I had. And the guy was like, you know, we uh, we see you grinding. You know, some of the guys saw me, like, strumming through my pocket, trying to get all the money out and, like, you know, talking to my parents. And the guy told me, I forget his name, i terrible, I'm pretty good with names He goes, is this, you know, did you just start working? And I, you can tell I was pretty young, and I was like, yeah, like I just got this job a few months ago This, that, and the third, I just turned 15 And he was like, that's great, and you buying the kicks you want? And I was like, yeah, and he goes, how good does it feel? And he gave me the receipt, and he put the shoes in the bag And I got a little emotional, not only because I'm a sneakerhead, but because that was my first purchase That was my... Thing that I said this is what I worked for like this is mine you ever get into an argument with your parents and you're like get out of my room or you're like you're like yo put my stuff back and they're like everything in this house is mine everything under this roof is mine like what you wear is mine at that point I felt that immediate urgency to tell my parents like this is mine like this, these are my shoes and I didn't have to because they saw how hard I was working they saw what I wanted and I went and did it which is why I always tell a lot of people that I care about. If you want something, go get it. Mind you, that's a trivial example nowadays. Because we're all adults. And it's not that simple. Because people got bills to pay and responsibilities. But that transcends with what I'm going with. My mentality hasn't changed since 15. Time has moved. But my mental has only grown. So I just find it amazing that you know time may pass. And, and certain things may change. And certain things may get worse. But... The type of person that you are stays the same. Like, yeah, I've gotten older, experienced more things, gone through a couple of things that have changed my life. But my mindset in that instance has not changed in the slightest. I wanted to graduate college. I went and I did that. You know, I wanted to go and get a job out of college. It took some time and I almost gave up, but I did that. You know I had to change career paths I almost fell apart I met my girlfriend She kind of helped me get on that path Or should I say get back on that path And then I found my current job I almost gave up on this car That I want to get But in talking to my in-laws And talking to my girl and my family Like it became possible Because that mindset Wasn't only mine It's where I grew up from It's the mindset that my family instilled in me And I love it I don't know, it's, it's, we can really branch time off into so many different segments, so many different aspects that this, 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 this episode could really be like over an hour. You know, I've been thinking long and hard about my family and what I want to have when I have kids and obviously, yes, babe, I know, long ways away, no rush, we get them when we get them, we have fun when we have fun, but it's the point of when I have kids, I want to do things different when the time is right. I want to do things different. Time is moving so fast. You got to appreciate every single moment that's going past you. Obviously, with COVID right now, time is even more of the essence because we're stuck inside. Most of us. We are missing out on the year 2020 to a lot of my friends is pretty much a wash. Cases are increasing. Things aren't getting better you know, restrictions are coming back. And it's like, when you really think about it, the history books are going to say 2020 was one of the worst years in global history. Like my kids will be reading about what we're experiencing today. Your kids will be reading about what we're experiencing today. And it's insane because the history books that we were looking at back then were all about, Certain things in the past, Christopher Columbus discovering America, the founding fathers, all of those things. And our kids are really going to be learning at some point about COVID 19. Like we are experiencing history, which is another aspect of time. Like when it hits the right point, this will be written in a book that will be handed out to the mass population in multiple languages and countries and images. And it will display exactly what we are going through. And I can sit down and tell my kid. Check this out. Your mom and your dad experienced this. I went through this. Like yeah you're reading about it. But like I went through it. Now mind you I wouldn't listen to me. If you're going to get quizzed on it. Or <laughs> if your teacher's going to ask you specific questions. That are only pertaining to the book. But I can definitely tell you. Of how it affected me and my family. And your mother could probably tell you. How it affected her and her family. But it's just. It's insane. You know, unfortunately, COVID took my, my grand, my great grandfather. It took my uncle and uh, it took a friend of a lot of ours back home. Haley rest in peace to every single soul that has passed and rest in peace to those that I lost personally. But it's just, if this doesn't heighten your appreciation for life itself, I don't really know what will. And to those of you that are out there still going about your day-to-day activities like nothing's wrong or that this is fake, I, I urge you to reconsider and I really, really do hope that you find some clarity somewhere. I actually took a couple of takes doing this episode specifically this weekend and I found myself going off into tangents and not the good tangents. Like I went and got into some politics and some other aspects of life that are going on right now and I just, I want to reiterate that this podcast is for my opinion And for things that I find interesting and the only reason COVID came up in my episodes are because of the relevance that it has to sports and the relevance that it has to time. So I'm not sitting here trying to tell people what to do with their lives. I'm not trying to tell people how they should be living their lives. I'm merely expressing what I feel because of what I've experienced and because of how COVID has affected me as an individual and as a person. I got first responder friends, I got cops, I got f- EMTs, I got nurses, doctors. So it's I know people on those front lines and I know people are su- suffering right now. So appreciate every second you have with somebody because you really don't know when it's going to be gone. You don't know when that person or if that person will make it to the next day. Uh, me and my dad butt heads a lot, but there is one thing that I really stand by. What he told me growing up was don't go to bed angry. So, you know, you have that bickerment with your shorty, you have that bickerment with your man or your parents or your friends. Let it go. Truthfully and honestly, let it go because it really isn't worth it. If you're thinking about somebody, text them. If you're concerned about somebody, send them a message, leave them a voicemail, send them a Snapchat. There's too many ways to communicate nowadays to make an excuse of I'll text them tomorrow, I'll call them tomorrow, I'm too busy. I hate the excuse. Texting someone literally can take up to two seconds. It doesn't hurt because you will kick yourself in the ass if, God forbid, that person passes away. And you left that on a note where you were like, fuck, I should have said something. I got family over in New York going through a lot of things. And hell, you know, Florida's going through a lot of shit over here, too. To this day, I'm, I'm about to make a joke. And for those of you who don't understand, I'm sorry. I was telling my friends, AJ, Nick and Rick this. I feel if this is a reference. If you've seen Avatar. I feel that Florida is about to be Kiyoshi Island, and I feel like we're about to get Earth bent off off of the continent of the United States, excuse me, off of North America, and we're about to be drifting in the Caribbean next to DR, Puerto Rico, Cuba, and everything else out there, because Florida is in its own world, and it's not listening, and to those of you that are going out and being crazy, may God rest your soul, and I hope that you guys are safe, because this shit's getting crazy. But veering back on topic of time, let's not be naive to the fact of it's only getting faster. Let's not be naive to the subject that if we don't seize the moment now, are we ever going to get that opportunity again? You know, I'm not saying go and make a stupid purchase. You know, if you want those shoes, go get those shoes. I'm not your dad. I'm not your mom. I'm not somebody with control over your life. But something that you really want, I say go for it. You know, like this car is a necessity and this car is very important. But again, I have to put it on hold because of financial reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like I work remotely right now. Do I need a new car right this second? No, nope. I'm going to be paying a car note and insurance for a car that's going to sit in my driveway. Where do I go? My girlfriend's house, Publix and the gas station. And the gas station is because I'm going to Publix at my girlfriend's house. Like got to be responsible. Make that initial you know, down payment, bigger. That's my mindset. Just keep growing my bank account. Keep saving and do what I got to do. To those of you that are looking to buy real estate, a house, a car of your own, who knows? To my friends that are just trying to pay for school or help their parents out, do it. Every cent, every dollar is needed. You know what I'm saying? Like, Don't hesitate to go be helpful towards somebody. If you want to go and donate to a charity, if you want to go and volunteer, do it. There are so many people that are worse off than all of us. It's funny because I'm always, it's sad to say, I'm always lecturing my girlfriend when she comes to me with a problem. And I feel terrible for it. But it's like, it's just how my parents raised me. Like, yo, your life could be worse. You could be one of those starving children out there in another country. You could be one of those people without a parent or without parents or an only child. You know what I'm saying? And those are drastic examples. But it's like that's what kept me grounded my whole life. So it's like when you're sitting there and you're enjoying yourself and you feel that nothing can go wrong. Just know that someone else's life or someone else may not be as lucky or as fortunate as you. So do what you can to try to help the community. Obviously within reason if you have the means to do so. And extend a helping hand. Do whatever it is that you can. I always talk to my family back home and I always tell them that I love them and when I when I see them that I'm going to, you know, appreciate it that much more and every day that passes that I'm not with them just has me nervous that I'm not going to be able to make it up there. You know, travel isn't restricted but it definitely is frowned upon and I am trying to stay away from it. I'm trying to just save up every ounce of money, maybe even a separate fund just so when it does look a little safer to go up there. But until then, my trips are going to have to be postponed. My vacations that I wanted to do, go with my girlfriend are going to be postponed. Like, speaking of a vacation, like, this time last year, I was in Delaware meeting my whole, what should I say my girlfriend's whole family. That, like, one full year has passed. That trip feels like yesterday. I remember it vividly. I remember the day-to-day itinerary, all of it. Where we went, how long we were there, and it just fascinates me of where I was, excuse me, in 2019 and where I am right now. Nowhere near the same place. So do whatever it is you got to do. Do what you feel that you need to do. Don't have any regrets. And tell your loved ones that you love them. Tell them how you really feel. I'm a spiteful person, unfortunately. I have a lot of hatred in my heart, things that I've experienced and gone through. And I'm learning, again, through my in-laws and my girlfriend and her family to let things go. I hoard my emotions. I will not let them go. And now is not the time to be that kind of person right now. You know, not, not that I should ever be, but don't let the past weigh you down. Live in the moment and strive for the future. So, I mean, with that being said, I I really don't have much else for you guys. Oh, oh, my God. I just saw oh Pat Mahomes got signed to a 10-year deal. (laughs) Broke the Internet. Kind of coincides with my conversation from Episode 2 with Dak. You're smoking meth if you think that Dak Prescott deserves anywhere near what Pat Mahomes is going to get or got. You know, there's not really much going on in terms of what. The official deal was, or I, at least I haven't seen. Oh, excuse me. As I say that, I scroll through. Uh, Chiefs and quarterback Patrick Mahomes have agreed to terms on a 10 year, $503 million contract. He gets $477 million in guarantees. Yet, yeah, Dak, you're wildin'. Dak, get off the high horse. Take whatever Jerry's about to give you. There's no way. This man, Pat, in three years has, or excuse me, going into year three, has won a Super Bowl, has won an MVP. Threw for 50 touchdowns and is breaking records on 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 the weekly. You ain't getting it. That's just, again, that's just me. That's not what today's episode is about. I'm currently trying to find my freaking stat for the day. I know I quoted it, or should I say I saved it somewhere. Oh, check it out. Stat of the day, again, from NFL underscore stats on Twitter. Players with the most consecutive receptions without a drop Since the year 2006, starting from the bottom, Tyler Lockett, shocked me once again, stud receiver out in Seattle, Michael Thomas, we all know the beast out there in New Orleans from Ohio State, we got Randall Cobb, again another shocker from Kentucky I believe, and the man that ran Houston for the last what, 8 years, 9 years, I can't remember, DeAndre Hopkins who's now in Arizona. 225 games without a drop or excuse me 225 consecutive receptions without a drop are you kidding me I I don't even have to stress for those of you that understand football that stat is astronomically unthinkable for those that don't know football just picture every Sunday you're being thrown at And every ball that came your way for 226, what did I just say? I just closed it. Damn it. Oh, my God. 220-something. Just, you're not dropping it. You're not. You're dealing with bad throws. You're dealing with throws that are in your radius and are hitting your hands. One hand, whatever, you're reining it in. I just, I don't know. That's... (laughs) beyond me I can barely catch something lobbed in the air without the sun getting in my eye me rolling my ankle and then the football jamming my finger let alone 220 something catches without a drop at the professional level it's crazy um first and foremost or should I say lastly I want to give a huge shout out to my friend Chris Marquez who's out here grinding on Twitch I know a lot of people out there are trying to do the video game streaming service a lot of people are out there trying to do the video games just to make money obviously you know money is the motive to everything but he really has great content my boys out there really really grinding doing what he's got to do and uh that uh that twitch account is skio and that's going to be s-k-e-e-o-o-h good friend of mine since i got down to florida always had my back uh from Jamaica, Queens, and then moved out to Philly and then Fort Lauderdale. I mean, my boys have been out there, have been around, always been a real one, always told me how it is, looked out for me when I first got to Nike in 2016. So, you know, give my boy a follow on Twitch. Give him a follow on Instagram. That's same spelling, SkiO underscore TV. And then he's got SkiO, same spelling again, on YouTube. Uh, he's always, like I said, looked out. He's playing Destiny 2. He's playing Call of, Call of Duty. I mean, you name it. He's going to come back on the apex wave. I know he's, I'm pretty sure he's cut Fortnite, but you know, if he's got to play it, I'm pretty sure he would. But, uh, also big shout out to, uh, my girlfriend's brother, Jake, like I talked about him earlier. Um, he really gave me the topic of discussion that I really wanted to, and I told him about it the last couple of days and he definitely said it would be a, a good topic because a lot of people think about it in different ways other than myself and his, his opinion, um, Final shout-out is going to go to my friend Nick Novo. I have mentioned a lot of people in my episodes, and I continue to forget about him. Nick, without you, I would not have gotten my Dirk Nowitzki Prize possession autographed jersey signed, and I wouldn't have gotten J.J. Barea to sign my Mavs championship hat if you wouldn't have held off all of the fans that were trying to jump the fence. I wouldn't have been able to get a clear signing, and Dirk wouldn't have been able to sign my back. So... Big shout-out to you. Every game I go to in Miami to see the Mavs is because of my boy Nick. So huge, huge, huge shout-out to him. Show him some love. His birthday is coming up after mine, too. My dude, we're about to be old as shit together. So appreciate the friendship. Appreciate all the good times. And uh, with that being said, oh, shout-out to Big Fred. Uh, Anything I posted about Episode 3, big, big. Always retweeting, always reposting. So that support is very much needed. And uh, to anybody that's going through stuff right now that needs a a helping hand or, you know, a a voice of reason it's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. We're all going to get through it. 2020 is not a complete wash. It's what you make of it. So hope everybody has a good night. And Episode 5 will be coming next week as scheduled. Talk to you guys soon. No more movie quotes Roger, Roger Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark And I'm Peter We're the founders of Electrocast Media Bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories Tech Talk Revolution And Bodacious Minds Electricast networks include Ruby for female empowerment The best business network And GPN for geopolitics We built this company to create community And amplify diverse voices And we really appreciate your support so keep listening to Electric Cat's Podcasts and hear the culture. Electric Ask.